0: Things Podcast, episode 29. I'm Bart Winkler. You can catch me weekday mornings, 6 to 10, on the fan. And then, of course, the Things Podcast, which we've done a lot of different things over a lot of different episodes, and what I think I really like to do the most is find people and find activities that maybe we don't talk about enough on the actual show. And UFC and mixed martial arts and fighting is one of those things, and there is a demand for it. I mean, every time we do a topic hey, what should we talk about more? Fighting and UFC comes up. It certainly does. I just know very little about it. And so we kind of stick to the things that we do know. And then, you know, all of our teams break our hearts all the time. So it's easy to talk Bucks, Brewers, Packers and stuff, and maybe not get into those other sports. So one of the things I like to do on this is to do that and highlight some of the people that are, you know, trying to make it big right here in the area. Ode Osborne joins me on this episode. Ode. What's going on?
1: How's it going, man? How you doing? How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing good. So we're going to tape this. This is going to be Tuesday the 9th, and you've got a fight a week from tonight as part of the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series. Yes sir. yes, sir. Tell me, first of all, tell me a little bit about how that works and where people can check out, again, a local fighter. You've lived here for about six years. How they can check that out and then want to get into know more about you. So just so if people... For the people with short attention spans that can't <laughs> stand me for more than five minutes, we want to know how they can watch you on Tuesday night.
1: Okay, so what contender series is basically, um, you know, there's a lot of different variables to getting into the UFC, right? Yeah. Uh, the sure. UFC, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. There's a, there's I, of course I know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> there's a lot of different variables to getting into the UFC, right? Uh, MMA is the sport. People say, like, oh, you do UFC. No, no, no. MMA is yes. the sport. So MMA is to football. UFC is the NFL okay so UFC is the biggest league that um people try to get into so a contender series is they think there's them, like Bellator and then it is Bellator yep okay uh, and UFC is the it's the other ones it's, yeah uh, one <laughs> FC. there's tons of league okay. UFC is like the major uh the major league to me Bellator is like Canadian football compared to UFC.
0: Okay, um, I'm just going to turn your mic a little bit closer to you. Oh, yeah, sorry about it that. It sounds <laughs> good, but that sounds better. Okay, go ahead.
1: But, um, yeah, Contender Series, what it is, uh, they take the most exciting fighters all over the country, and they have them fight each other. And one night, usually, have you heard of the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah. So it's like, it, you know, Ultimate Fighter is over a course of a couple months. This happens in one night. Okay. So they take the most exciting fighters all over the country, and, you know, they have them fight each other in one night. And Dana White pretty much is watching, and he's right there. The, the president of the UFC is watching right there, and he says um, whether he likes you or he wants to give you a contract right on the spot. Oh, so dang. it's decided right on the spot. You get a contract that night into the UFC. So
0: this is like a huge week well, yeah. for you. Oh,
1: this is yeah, this is the biggest <laughs> fight of my life. You know what I mean? I'm not only <laughs> damn <laughs> yeah. So you know, not only am I fighting for me, but I'm fighting for you know uh, my family and the the kids I work at the school. Um, but um uh, backtrack a little bit if you guys want to check it out it's next Tuesday at 8 pm on ESPN plus uh what they're trying to do is they're trying to get rid of basic cable because you yeah. know cable is gonna be obsolete in like the next ten years uh so next Tuesday uh you, you can sign up for ESPN plus earlier. I think it's only like five dollars too it's like five it's, it's
0: real cheap it is uh, it's five dollars a month I know and then I do know. That you can get a free seven day trial. Yeah, you
1: can get a free so, seven day trial. Now I'm not telling you guys to, you know, do the seven day trial two days out and then cancel it after my fight. I'm gonna hint at it. I'm not gonna tell you guys to do that.
0: I'll <laughs> tell you to do it.
1: But...
0: No, it's because it, uh, UFC used to be on Fox. Yep. And then this this deal with ESPN is relatively new. I believe it switched. At uh, the new year, I think.
1: Yeah, they changed over. Um, you know, uh, ESPN bought out Fox. Um, I, I I think from what I heard was Fox wasn't doing the best job at okay. promoting. And I don't know the ins and outs at it. But ESPN, they uh, they do a really good job.
0: Well, it's cool, too, because instead of paying, you know, like a bunch of money for a pay-per-view, you can subscribe to this. It's, I'm a big soccer guy, so I know they have a lot yeah, of soccer on and there. And you can
1: watch, go back and watch the fights and stuff like that. Like pay-per-view, you watch it once and that's it. ESPN Plus, you watch the fights. You can go back and watch all the fights, I'm pretty sure.
0: I actually did sign up for it because I wanted to watch two soccer clubs, Bavarians versus Forward Madison, even though it was like a mile from my house. So I watched it, and then I canceled it. (laughs) But now i got to watch you, so I'm either going to have to get a different credit card, or I know uh, there's a bar that's going to be showing it next Tuesday. Oh, yes,
1: next Tuesday, uh, check out Boone & Crockett's. It is um, on Walker's Point. Awesome place! It's right on the water, guys. Like it's the most. Uh, it's, the scenery is is amazing. Right on the water. Great food. They have a tiki hut there, but they're they're doing a view a viewing party right on the water. Um, next Tuesday night at Boone and Crockett.
0: Okay, so the contender series. It's it's a four different matches or four different fights.
1: Yes, actually, it's about five or six fights. I believe it's five fights. Is there a crowd? Um. The, okay, it's it's not a crowd, it's an audience. So you okay. only get uh, as a fighter, I get to bring seven people total. Okay. So there's probably about only a hundred. It's real exclusive. It's real exclusive. Uh, probably only about a hundred people total there. You know, compare. Uh, usually there's like thousands of people there, but there's only about a hundred people. It's real quiet, real silent. There's no music. You don't walk out to anything. Weird. It's, yeah, it's really like you know, really puts you to the test. So
0: when Dana's watching you fight, mm-hmm. if you lose, can you still get in? Do you have to win? Can he? Does he stop the fight and say, "I like you both," or "I know neither of you are worth my time"? Mm. Uh,
1: he, I want to say maybe if you lose, if you know if he thinks you're exciting, he's you know he he right. there there could be a chance of him still giving you a contract. But, you know, we're not going there to lose. We're going to, you know... Get oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't even put that out in the No, no, universe. no. I, I just... I'm not sure. I'm, I'm honestly... Because Contender Series is only about two years old, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah. So, you know, he can do whatever he wants to do. Uh, of course. He's, he's the president. If you, you know, he, likes, he likes, you know, he likes two fighters, and they both... And one of them lost, he, he probably can be like, yeah, man, you get a contract as well.
0: Besides this fight, what would be the previous biggest fight of your life? Uh, my
1: last fight was probably the one of the biggest fights of my life um we traveled out to uh oklahoma it was about a 14 hour drive my um so i work at a school right here in milwaukee on 35th and state street it's called woodlands um it's it's a charter school okay right on uh do you know uh the old Concordia university
0: yeah i know where you're
1: yeah it's that huge building uh right there so um, I was at school actually, and my my coach had called me. Like I was teaching class, and he called me, and he's like, "Hey, man, we had a fight for you three weeks." What do you teach? Uh, I'm an assistant teacher, but this year I pr- pr- uh, primarily taught math, sixth okay. grade math.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so you're getting into algebra, kind of.
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit in sixth grade, which okay. is crazy uh, because I, you know, I didn't
0: really touch algebra until I was like about eighth grade. I, I know this episode is not about me, but I was two grades ahead in math oh see you know what's crazy is that i was actually really bad at math growing up
1: oh but i i sucked at science see but i learned i learned man you're never really bad at anything so it's not that i was bad at math it's just that i didn't know the knowledge or applied myself and i moved around so much as a kid yeah no
0: that's a good that's a good way to look at it yeah
1: you're not really bad at anything you just don't know something you know what i mean it's not that That's you're... That's what I'll tell my wife. <laughs> yeah, right? It's not that you're a terrible cook, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just that you don't know what ingredients go with what. Yeah. You know? Okay. So really, we're not really
0: bad at anything. We just we just lack knowledge. Okay. That's going to stick me with for a long time. I'm glad that you said <laughs> that just now. I'll always look back on this. So you got a call to go down to Oklahoma, 14-hour drive?
1: Yeah, 14-hour drive. And I had just gotten back from Florida visiting my mom. And I wasn't in any kind of fight shape or whatever, you know, at all. Uh, this guy was... A pretty good guy it was like four and one from alaska and it was up at a wake. it was up at 140 so i usually fight at 135 and it was up at 145 and you know i like to test myself and test my abilities and my coach my coach is the same way we like to we like to push the envelope a little bit so you know he's like hey man we're gonna go in there we're gonna test our abilities out here and i was like all right bet let's go so we do, we make the 14 hour drive um i get out there and you know i get out there and i i, I instantly it was it, it was like the area was different. It was it was like the roads were all chalky. I've never been to Oklahoma. Have y'all know you been to Oklahoma? Everywhere is like clay. I did drive through it once, dirt, but I was on the highway. It was like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, the no. dirt was clay. I've never fought anywhere like it. But um yeah, it was an awesome experience So The venue was really, really nice. There was a ton of people. There were like it was there were thousands of people there. It was an awesome venue. Um I got in there. You know, got my game face on, uh, the fight started, and I just pieced him up in, a, in the first round. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually, uh, I'll say, out of my set, so I'm seven and two. Um, Out of my seven wins, six of my wins are from first round finishes. Okay. I try not to let my fights go past the first round.
0: Yeah, I, I like, like to, that attitude. I
1: like to finish people, man. I like to get in and get out. We
0: don't wanna fight for a whole 15 minutes. Like that fight I saw this weekend that was five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. Ben Askren. Yeah. I used to
1: train with Ben Askren actually. Yeah. At then... Rufusport. Yeah. We used to train together. Tough but, night. Yeah, that was. Yeah. That was a tough night for him. <laughs> Jeez. That so was a tough night for
0: him. Is it like because I I'm a little familiar with like professional wrestling I guess. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's like indie shows around where they get into a like a ballroom and these guys wrestle and they go from like stop to stop. Uh, Is that kind of like what this event was? Was it sanctioned by anybody or was it just like a... Because sometimes you'll see like, hey, come on down to the place and there's a bunch of people wrestling. Oh, no.
1: Uh, Actually, it's actually very, very um, coordinated. You have to... Man, the paperwork you have to do and the, you have to do like a blood work. You got to do a physical. It's not like backyard tests. MMA. No, not at all. Okay, not, okay. At yeah, all. Yeah, not at yeah, all. Yeah, okay. um, especially now in this day. It, MMA has gotten really, really big and really popular in a lot of places. Yeah. Um, it's actually really big in Milwaukee, actually. A lot of people don't know this, but Milwaukee has a, a really large MMA scene. Um, the gym I train at, Pura Vida MMA, uh, we have about four UFC fighters right now. I'm hoping to be the fifth one but um yeah we we're coming up man Milwaukee's coming up we're making some moves we're making some moves i know the bucks didn't, didn't do so well but i'm gonna i'm gonna put a stamp on it for the bucks i'm a, i'm a, i'm gonna try to get you know rec- reclaim the bucks's loss
0: <laughs> they got far just not as far as they probably should have got yeah so, man yeah if you could pick up cuz this state man and if you've been here 6 years every every team we've had Get so close! I know, I know, and you know what's it crazy? Us down.
1: Yeah, man, you know I really, don't fall into that trap. Nah, man, nah, I won't do that. Um, I really love Milwaukee. You know, I feel like you know what's crazy. I was, so I was born in Jamaica, grew up in Florida. Um, my fight name. Yeah, obviously. the Jamaican sensation. The sh- Jamaican sensation is my fight name. Um, it's crazy. I feel like, like I belong here, even though I've only been here for six six years. I'm like, man, this place is dope. This is a cool city. You know it is mean? a cool it's, city. It's a super cool city. I'm surprised not many people. Um really put milwaukee on the map you know what i mean every interview you're like i've done like probably eight interviews so far and every interview i'm like shout out to milwaukee man it's a dope city you know what i mean like i I love milwaukee you know and and that's kind of why i i'm i love fighting more now because i get to put milwaukee on the map and i get to put the kids i work with like and talk about you know uh positive stuff man because a lot of people as soon as they make it they kind of forget about their city yeah and you know um, I love this city, and I want to, like, bring this city up. You know, there's so many, a uh, lot of negative aspects that come with the city of Milwaukee and segregation, all a bunch of stuff. I want to be able to pre- uh, preach positivity, man. The, yeah, man.
0: The, the show today, we did the show today, we're talking about Malcolm Brogdon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he leaves, and we're trying to talk about the basketball issues. Yeah. Why, and segregation came up, because it's something that he had talked about once. Yeah. So it does, it does spill into... You know, our show quite a bit, even though we're just trying to talk X's and O's and stuff. So, yeah, there is, I mean, everybody that lives in Milwaukee can think of 15 things that they would like to change in Milwaukee overnight. But I do think, I'm glad to see some community pride because it is, it is a good city. It's an awesome city, man. Yeah. And people, a lot of people focus so much on the negatives, like...
1: Um. Whenever people talk about segregation, it it's it, it it skews negative, right? Yeah. But I want to make it like a positive thing. Like, let's bring people together, and like let's you know let's start you know making more more yeah. positive uh, statements, more positive changes. Like life is so is is short. We're only here for a little bit of time, man. You gotta uh, help help each one teach one. You know what I mean? You do something positive, the person next to you will do something positive. But as soon as you start spilling over that negative bucket, all of a sudden everyone around you. You know, I' we'll be like, Oh, here we go again, this thing, you know what I mean? But when you start talking about something positive, you know, another person will be like, you know what, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I should be start I should I should start changing the way I think about things. You know what I mean? Like so, um a lot of things that I think about, instead of seeing the world
0: as such a negative place,
1: I just think I see things that people don't see. You know what I mean?
0: All right, Oday, this is what I don't get. You're saying all this stuff and we're talking about a fight <laughs> yeah. that you're gonna do. I know. I don't get it. I know, man. I know. You're I'm, so positive. I am.
1: I've I've always been like that. And now man. you're gonna go fight a dude. I've always been like that, man. Since I've I've been like that. I, that's why. Look, I'm the Jamaican sensation, man. I, I'm my, I try to be myself.
0: Um. I so think, how do you get in fight mode? For how do me, you? Because you can't be like this and go win on Tuesday. Oh, I
1: can. I absolutely can. For me, fight mode is 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 spiritual for me. Okay. Uh, I'm a huge believer in God, and I'm very spiritual, and I get Zen. So everybody else gets all angry and, you know, oh, they get like, you know, real tense. And I love it when people come at me really angry because I use that aggression against them. Um, I do what's called controlled aggression. That's why I finish my fights in the first round. It's controlled aggression. So the more angry and, uh, you know, aggressive you are and come at me, the easier it is to win because you take that and you just you just gear it, you know, use their energy against them. Um, so I, I get really, I call it, um, I tur- I get into a stoic mindset. Okay. Uh, it's like stoicism where you just have a blank facial expression. I, I get, you know, um, I meditate a lot, man. I think meditation is one of, the, it's, it's, it's a key to our success. If we can meditate, man, we would be awesome human beings all the time. Because think about, here's the thing about our nervous system, right? Our nervous system operates, um, we don't usually know, why we get upset about certain things. Someone cuts you off, right? Instantly your instinct is like to get angry and I get, get so upset. Pissed. You get so mad, right? It's like but, they
0: did me so wrong. Yeah. But they really four seconds i me in traffic. Exactly.
1: But I'm so see, mad. You, I know. But if you really <laughs> think about it though, are you really getting mad because someone cut you off or because something happened last week? See your nervous system operates that way. You don't know, yeah. You don't know why you're getting mad. Like, why are you getting so mad about someone cutting you off? You really don't know. That's how your nervous system works. And meditation releases a lot of that, um, a lot of that uh, in- internal stress and that um, backed up tension that you have. You know what I mean? Just all it is is just breathing. Every- everyone thinks it's a lot of ums and stuff, but yeah, it's just all it is is just.
0: And I'm surprised by the answer because I, I, you know, I figured that if I ask you, how do you get into fight mode, I figure you would say, well. You know, just, I just I develop another character, or something takes me there, and I'm like not me. Oh, I do, I do. But but no, you <laughs> still seem like you're you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's not an angry. You. Nope, not at all, not yeah. at all. No, I that's think a, interesting. I think fighting angry
1: is is silly, man. I, that's how I defeat most of my opponents.
0: So this guy that you're fighting, Armando Villarreal, let's mm-hmm. say, and that'll be on Tuesday again, the 16th, ESPN Plus. Do you like watch him? Have you studied him? Do you know what you're coming into? No, man. I'm I'm different. Like I'm I'm really as you can tell, I'm
1: different than everybody you anyone you'll ever meet. 99.9% of fighters watch tape, watch film. I do not. Okay. I don't watch tape. I don't watch tape, I don't watch film because the way I fight is I get into my zen and I turn into a reactionary fighter. So I rely I trust my instinct, and I trust my reactions. So whatever you do, I just react to what you do. If you game plan for something, and you're, you know, say, for instance, someone has a hard right hand, and the whole fight, you're watching out for that hard right hand, hard right hand, and
0: boom, he throws that left hand. (laughs) So it's (laughs) like the more you know about someone, actually... It could be your downfall, It could be worse, because then you're focusing on that. Yeah, exactly. And not not only that, but sometimes
1: it gets intimidating for people, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, it makes them not be themselves. You know, it makes you, don't ever try to change your game plan. Do your game plan. If you change you to adjust to somebody else's, which is what I think, then that's, that's, that's not, you're not being you. You know what I mean? And you are your best attribute. You, if you, any, every time you're yourself, and that goes any, outside of fighting. Every time you're yourself, that is your best attribute. When you, when you start to pretend and uh, pretend to be happy, pretend yeah. to be sad, pretend to like what other people like, that's when you're completely a different person.
0: Now, would that, do you think that would work? <clears throat> like because I you know I'm thinking as soon as you talk about adjustments, I'm thinking of the New England Patriots and how they get through the playoffs by changing their game plan to fit the opponent and to take away the opponent's strength. But for you, if you know yep. what their strength is, mm-hmm. that's actually becomes a weakness for you because then you're you're worried about that? Well, for that's that's uh, that is the Patriots. They're actually being themselves.
1: See me, i'm a, I'm reactionary okay so that everyone, is what the patriots are exactly okay. not everyone fights like that they're different styles right there are people who are strong and aggressive there are people who are elusive there are people who uh who are like i'm really i'm very very fast i i'm like i'm like lightning man i'm not even kidding you watch my fights it's like uh it's it's i'm really fast so i use that to my advantage i don't you know it's i just react it's like a snap of a finger um I consider myself the Picasso of MMA because I see things very differently. It's like a brush stroke, right? People usually um, visualize, um, you know, right hand, left hand, uh, head kick. I see all that in just a a brush stroke, you know, so everything comes to me differently. I just stay in that Zen mode. And I kind of just like, uh, I just flow, man. Like Bruce Lee said, like water.
0: No, I like that. I... Not that what I do is anything like you, but I, you know, hosting this radio show. There are many other radio shows, mm-hmm. and I don't like to listen to them. Yeah, I don't like to listen to the competition because I think then you you like counteract to what you're hearing, yeah. or you like subconsciously start to copy and yes. say, "I want I I can I can do what they do, but better." If I can just wake up and be me. I think that's gonna be the best way that I can get my show out
1: there. It's the best way you can get your show out there. Not but because, I
0: say that not having an elbow about to fly into my face.
1: <laughs> but it's true though. That <laughs> that is but it's true. So that elbow about to fly in your face, um, that elbow is a metaphor for society, right? Um, and everyone's giving you their input. Everyone's telling you oh, what yeah. to do. Everyone's telling oh, you should Constantly. do this. You should do that. But really Check man, my
0: Twitter account during a show.
1: Yeah, just really it's brutal. I bet everyone has their opinion. But really, um, just listen to listen to you and be passionate about what you do. As long as you're passionate about what you do, that nothing, no one else's opinion matters. As long as you're passionate, you wake up every day, you say, you know what? I'm just going to keep on being me. As long as you keep on maintaining you, you'll be awesome. Um, there was a, a quote. Uh, I listened to a lot of Eric, Tom- Eric Thomas. The, okay. uh, he, he said, greatness is just being good. At being you for a certain amount of time. All you gotta do... You don't gotta be the best in the world at being a radio star host, right? Being a radio... radio was it radio? I like show? when you said star. Right. You know, yeah. No, no. Yeah, you, you don't I gotta don't, be the best. Don't do that. Yeah, no. You're good. <laughs> you don't have to be the best at being a radio star host. All you gotta do is just be good for a long period of time. Be you for a long period of time. I think... And with, then you'll be the best.
0: With fighting, what finds it so interesting, too, for me, is when I watch these other sports... It's like you're playing... Chess. Well, well, <laughs> sure. You're playing with a ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're playing for the goal. You're playing against another human. Yeah. I'd... Then I sometimes have a hard time, like, the way you win is if you beat up a dude.
1: Yes. And you know what's crazy, though? Um, That is the greatest human experience you'll ever experience in your entire life. Here's why. Um, me fighting somebody seems like I'm fighting somebody Um, really what it is is I'm playing chess against this person and he knows I'm playing chess against him and he's also playing chess against me because he's worked and studied his craft for three months I've studied my craft and worked my craft for three months so now it's time to put our crafts to the test just the instrument so he, is the yes, body and not the yes. ball so he moves his pawn I move my pawn. He moves his rook. I move my rook. He moves his knight. I move my knight. And now we constantly keep on moving our pieces, moving our pieces, moving our pieces. Check. I don't. Checks. Those were chess
0: terms. I don't think a lot of people that listen to sports talk radio know what chess terms are. Yeah.
1: Well, you, no you, offense, guys. They get it. You know what I mean? It's not. It's just names of chess pieces. That's what. It no, means. I know.
0: I know. I'm just but, insulting people that have chosen to listen to this program. That I've. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Thank man. you. No, it's it's
1: it's it's cool, man. Because um, I think for me, fighting in that cage, I, I call it being a martial artist. Uh, I don't. I hate saying fighting. I'm I'm a martial okay. artist because uh, when I'm in there, it's the only time I feel like I'm whole, like I'm one. So I'm 27, right? Um, I've had 27 years of life altering experiences to make me who I am today, right? I've been impacted by society's uh, opinions and no, usually no, it's, it's, it's a weird thing to think about. No thought is really your own thought. Uh, those are developed throughout the years.
0: Now that lost me. That one I was feeling some <laughs> I was getting posters of some of the other stuff you're saying, no, yeah, but that so, one lost me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it is and it isn't. But, um, when I fight, it feels like for the first time when you when you exit the womb and you've never been inflicted by mm-hmm. any opinion or any uh, structure, you're just whole. And when I'm in there, nothing else matters, and it's i'm I'm whole and I'm Zen. And it's, it's like a beautiful feeling. I'm just like, oh, I can't explain it. It's like a, it's like a, uh, it's a different feeling. That's why you see guys after their fights, they hug, you know what I mean? Some of them kiss each other on the forehead. I don't do that. But, you know, they hug. <laughs> and um, because you just fought each other and we have the most utmost respect for that person that you just fought. You're like, man, we just, that was an awesome game of chess. Oh, like, sure. You demonstrated, uh, uh, you, you gave me all you had and I gave, you know what I mean? It's like when you go to war, right? And I don't know if you watch the old movies and, uh, you know, they gave him an honorable, say you win, you give him an honorable death where you make it painless, right? It's kind of, it's, it's similar, but not really. You know what I mean? We're just like, man, I respect you so much. That was an awesome fight because there's nothing else you could do. Even if you hate that person, if you hate that person, usually the two people that hate each other end up hugging because there's nothing else you can do.
0: Yeah, no, even that's a good way to look fought. at it.
1: That. that was, that was the, that's furthest you can take
0: it. You say you're 27 years that took you from... Jamaica to you were telling me Brooklyn.
1: Yep. Then the World Trade Center happened. Then I moved to Florida
0: because of that happening.
1: Uh, a lot of different variables, but my mom hated the cold as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, actually, yeah. So I I so I don't have an. But accent. But that's about the time. When yeah, you that's moved. about the time. Yep. Yeah, so I was about eleven years old, and that's why I don't have an accent. Cause I moved all over. You know, I don't have. Uh, people always tell me you don't have an accent. Florida, New York, anything. You know, I actually, um, my accent is just. It, it's, it's, there's none. <laughs> no, you know, I just, I just speak proper English. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's it.
0: <laughs> I say words like ain't, don't. And I really talk like a Wisconsinite on the radio probably too much sometimes. <laughs> so then you came to Wisconsin six years ago and that was with Carroll University.
1: Yeah. I came, uh, went to Carroll. I came to Carroll from, um, so my wrestling coach in high school
0: in uh, Florida, in
1: Florida, yeah, was a Carroll grad. His name is Ben Tomes. He was at Custer back in the day. He started up the program at Custer, uh, developed an awesome program, had a state champion. Um, He got an opportunity to, to be the head coach in Florida. And, you know, he moved out there where he was the assistant football coach, freshman, and the head wrestling coach. So I met him on the football field. And interesting how I got into wrestling. So one day it was raining, and, you know, Florida's like the number one lightning state. And they have these machines that tell you uh, when it's gonna lightning out, cause you know, you don't want the kids getting struck by lightning, or do you? But I was kidding.
0: I'll ask my dad. He's a teacher down <laughs> in Florida. I think he likes his current class.
1: Yeah, you know. So he took us all in the wrestling room to do like football drills, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna have him wrestle. So you know, I get out there on the mat and I start wrestling with the, you know, and I just start just taking people down left and right, left and right. And he's like, dude, you're a good wrestler. Um, I'm actually the head wrestling coach here. You should come out and wrestle after football season. I was like,
0: all right, that's okay, cool. yeah.
1: So uh, I started my first year off on JV. Um, I was 21. and I ended ended the season on uh, 21 and 2. And um, I actually, I'm so competitive, man. All the varsity wrestlers just beat up on me. And I just, I was so competitive that I thought, you know what? In the summertime, while they're out there playing Super Smash Brothers, I'm going to be in the (laughs) wrestling room with, with Ben Tomes working my craft. And I just, summer of... Freshman going to sophomore year, I just I just worked all summer long, all summer long. And I came back that sophomore year, and I was just an animal. And the same varsity wrestlers that were beating up on me, the roles flipped. Oh, yeah. The roles flipped. And um, ended up started So I started wrestling my freshman year, and I ended up placing my sophomore year, which is unheard of. Uh, placed my junior year and my senior year. So I was the only kid ever in my high school history to place three times ever. Um uh, I 6th, 5th, and then 4th. Okay. Then, uh, you know, I got I had a lot of offers from different colleges, but Ben Tomes, uh, my junior year, left and got a position to coach at Carroll University. And he's like, you want to come up and wrestle for me? And I was like, yeah, forget those offers. Like, he, he made me a, a star, a yeah. stud after w- just one year, a year and a and, and couple months. And I could only imagine what he could do, you know, at, at the national level. Signed up going out. To wrestle for him at Carroll, um, you know, ended up going to Nationals my first year, being the number one ranked kid in the nation. Um, it was an awesome, awesome experience. And then our program got dropped. The next year, the program got shut down.
0: So you come all the way to Wisconsin. Yep. Where you probably never been.
1: Never. I thought it was all cornfields here. I didn't even know there's other black people <laughs> like me. <laughs> it sounds it sounds bad, but that's like, it's like when, when we here in Florida, when we hear. uh Illinois? We don't hear Illinois, we hear Chicago.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Illinois, what's Illinois? I don't know where that is. I I just know about Chicago. <laughs>
0: so you come up here, you're good, and then the program goes away. Yep. So um, then then what? How did you get into what you're doing now? So
1: Ben was the wrestling coach at Kirill and he had at the time he had been um, teaching fighters how to wrestle at this gym down the road called Waukesha M M A. And he had been teaching different fighters different wrestling techniques. Through our head, the head coach Reese Shaner. So then uh, Ben would have me come up and help him with work with the fighters. They were pro fighters, um, and he wanted to help generate wrestling abilities. So one day Reese had a show. It was a pancreation event. So pancreation is just everything but head strikes. You can't strike to the head. It's all body shots. Submissions are on um, kicks. You have to wear shin pads and headgear, all that stuff. Okay. But you can't strike the head. Um, so I came to watch and I'd already been going to Shot MMA for a couple months. And Reese was like, Hey man, we're, we're missing a guy. You want to jump in and fill in for him? And I was like, sure. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. You know? So I jumped in and just killed it. Boom. I, I felt like amazing. And I won that pancreation, um, fight. And Reese was like, dude, you have unbelievable potential to become a fighter. You should jump in and be an amateur fighter, uh, fight for, you know, the amateur league. I was like, yeah. yeah amateur yeah. scene. I was like, sure. You know? yeah. So I did did I think one more pain creation fight, and then I went to becoming an, an amateur fighter. And as an amateur, I was undefeated. Uh, Reese was like, man, he was he was awesome to me. You know, <clears throat> he was like um, my dad almost. Like we went to church together. He he would pick me up, take me to the gym. I had a car. He picked me up, take me to the gym every single day. Um, he would just teach me how to be. He taught me how to be a man. How to have discipline. Like, because our gym was more of like a martial arts background. Like, you know, you okay. we got on the mat, you know, all discipline and a ton of different uh, arts and fundamentals that you had to learn. And he was just like, man, he's just, just this awesome human being. Like, just this incredible, motivational, huge, huge guy. He was big and strong and scary, but the sweetest of heart. His heart was so sweet. <laughs> and um, yeah, I ended up becoming, uh, turning pro in 2015 I uh, never lost a fight in my amateur career so I turned pro in 2015 and I uh, had my first pro fight with first pro fight through Reese and then I had Ben also so I had two people in my life that believed in me like Ben and then Reese which was like the greatest combination ever greatest combination right and so you know um, in life that's how life is sometimes man when you have everything going for you uh, sometimes bad things happen. Um, one day, I wake up at three a.m. in the morning, and I get a call saying Reese died in a motorcycle accident. Oh no! Yeah, man. And it was like, <clears throat> it was the shift. That it was the shift of my life, you know, the course of my life. And um,
0: damn, I was worried that's where that story was gonna go, dude. Because I was
1: saying was right. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: God, I'm sorry to hear that, man. No,
1: man, it's it's okay. It's all right, man. Um, I I believe that his death was, you know, it was it, it it was uh.
0: He impacted you clearly yes. when you were here. Yes. Or when he was yeah,
1: here. Yeah, he, yes, exactly. You put it right into words. I couldn't figure out the words to say. Well, it's my job. No, <laughs> don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> man. He, he He. made me into a man. It was, Um. it was, it was he was a beautiful soul, beautiful soul. And uh, I ended up going to uh, Rufus Sport, who I don't know if you sure, I'm not sure if you heard of Anthony Pettis. He was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. He, Uh. he was the first. Champion in Milwaukee, so he won the belt, and I don't remember what year it was, but uh, anyways, him, Sergio Pettis, there was a bunch of UFC fighters at the time uh, that trained at Rufusport, and um, you know I've been going through so much, you when know, losing Reese and transferring new gyms and changing my style and stuff like that, so everything was just man falling apart a little bit mentally. I had, I had you know I had a lot of mental struggles at, during that time. It was a hard time for me, you know what I mean, like. <clears throat> So I had my I took my first loss. I went three and one. I was three and one at the time at my first loss at, with uh, Rufus sport. um you know, couldn't get back on my feet. They were just it was it was uh Rufus sport was a good gym. They were just different, okay. They were different. and um I didn't I didn't feel like I could be myself there. you know what I mean, I, I didn't feel like I, I really fit in with the Rufus sport culture. So I changed, I transferred gyms to, uh, I had lost another fight with Rufus Sport. Um, like I said, I just couldn't, I, you know, the, the changing of the style and I, I, I didn't fit in. I couldn't be myself. Um, so I transferred to Pura Vida Mixed Martial Arts um, on Walker Street and I walked through the door. Actually, Jake Clip messaged me and he's like, cause he, we used to go and train with them at, when I was with Reese. We used to go and train with them every once in a while. Sure. And Jake messaged me, you know, asked me how I was doing after my loss <laughs> You know what I mean? I thought that was real cool. Like, another guy from another gym. Like, we used to, you know, uh, train. He messaged me and asked me how I was doing and stuff. And he asked me to go out for coffee. And we went out for coffee, man. We just hit it off right off the bat. And um, I walked into the door, and I felt like I was at my old gym again. Like, okay, I was, good, like, I felt yeah. like I was at my old gym. I was like, not only did Jake bring me to an awesome gym, but he brought me to, like, awesome coaches who felt like Reese. And then Ben actually uh, came to... Be at Pure Vita now. So Ben is actually my coach once again. Oh, good. Yes. So um, my old wrestling coach from high school to college is now my fight That's coach. That's cool. Um, it's it's awesome, man. Ben has been like Ben's been there since I was 14 years old, man. He's been an awesome guy.
0: And you're getting ready now for this fight Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. I'm getting ready for the how, biggest fight of my life. How do you get ready for this fight? How do you train, especially if you're not focused on what the other guy's doing? Um. I trained three or four times a day.
1: So when I was working in the school for all my other fights, so I, when I went to Pira Vita, man, I went on a win streak. I just started, I went on a huge win streak, one, three fights in a row, just boom, 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 boom. Um, so, but I was only training once a day because I would get done uh, working at the school. I would get get off, get done at like sometimes six o'clock, right? I'm on the school board as well. Sometimes we'd have board meetings, uh, you know, I'd have to cut the board meeting short, mm-hmm. go, I, I'm, I like to be, I'm really involved with the community, man. Like I love, like I said, I love this uh, Milwaukee. So I, I, I like to be, I'm real involved. I do a lot of charity work. Um. Anyways, that's besides the point. So I used to train once, once a week, once a, once a day. So now that it's summer I'm, I'm training like three or four times a day. Um. I have one of the best strength and conditioning coaches, Nick Balegas. So I do strength and conditioning with him in the morning from at nine o'clock until about 10, 10, 30. Um, it's it's great, man. It's awesome. A lot of people think strength and conditioning, um, a lot of it is a lot of weightlifting and stuff like that. But Nick is so precise. I've never had a, a strength and conditioning coach like this. And I've had plenty. Um, he he does build your 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 strength, but he also works on what kind of fighter you are. So I'm an explosive fighter, so we're working speed, explosion, he we're working balance drills. We're I'm trying to balance on this block while he's throwing something at me and I have to catch what he's throwing at me while I'm balancing on this. I jump to this, uh, this tube and I have to balance on this rolling tube, it, man. It's, um, I never thought balance would be such an important, important part of my game, but it is. And, um, it, he's developed me so well. So now I do that. Then I, I do kickboxing, jujitsu and wrestling. So about, yeah, three or four practices a day. Uh, that's how i prepare now i'm only doing one a day because it, it's time to taper off right you right. don't want to do too much you, for me i like to just man i like to um take myself out of martial of mma a week before my fight i like to take myself out of it and i like to go like for instance tomorrow i'm probably going to play some volleyball man um, okay <clears throat> i like to go do some fun stuff fish play some volleyball longboard um you know, just get out there and and just do some do some other things other than you know you don't want to get too much of one thing is 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 bad.
0: So you're gonna fight this guy who again, I'm st- I'm still fascinated on the component that you're not you don't know what he's gonna bring to you. Oh, I know that he's because my coach watches film.
1: He so watched, he'll tell you. Yeah, he's he's told me he's uh he's an aggressive striker. So he's very
0: aggressive. So you're working on reacting to that. Yes, exactly.
1: He's very aggressive and he tries to he, uh he didn't grow up wrestling. But he strikes into wrestling takedowns. Okay. Which I think is funny because, you know, there's a scene, he didn't grow up wrestling, but he uses it in MMA, uh, which I kind of laugh at because there's a scene in Batman, right? Where uh, Batman's fighting Bane, right? And Batman turns, he cuts the lights off. Boom, you know, it cuts the lights off. And Bane laughs at him. Bane laughs at him. He's like, Batman, you gonna cut the lights off? You gonna cut the lights off on me? Like you'll cut the lights off on me, Bane, the person who was born in a dungeon, the dark, <laughs> like for real, man. <laughs> so uh, that's why I think it's hilarious. I'm like, you know, he's gonna try to wrestle me. He was, he, I grew up wrestling. Oh, cut the yeah. lights off on me. <laughs> I yeah, grew I up wrestling. That. Like I'm like, you know what? That's cool. If he does try to wrestle me, it'd be good. You know, I hope he does. I, I challenge him to. Cause I'm sure he's watched tape of you. Oh yeah, and yeah, I'm sure he has. Which which I love because they always are. You know, people who watch tape on me. They always interpret that I stick to one thing, right? It's not that I do one thing. It's that I'm reacting to what you do.
0: I guess to go back to the Patriots, if you just watch tape of the Patriots against the Chiefs, you think that's how they play, exactly. and then you game plan against that, and, and then they'll come play <laughs> yeah, differently against ex- you. Exactly. That that chess match. Exactly. The 16th, <laughs> uh, the Dana White Contender Series. Dude, best of luck, man. Thank
1: you, my man. Thank you, thank you, thank
0: you. I mean, I had no idea what this was two days ago, and now I will be getting, I will be paying for a subscription, (laughs) yeah, to watch you on Tuesday night for sure, man.
1: And you know, when I get the opportunity to fight, um, you know, if and when I get a contract, you better believe I'm going to do, I'm going to put Milwaukee on the map for uh, MMA because a lot of fighters have not done justice. Or a lot of athletes, I shouldn't say fighters, a lot of athletes have not done justice with putting Milwaukee on the map. It's beautiful here, man. Put you Talk about Milwaukee. And I want to be, I, w- I definitely want to, not just Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you know what I mean? But yeah. Milwaukee is where I live, so I'm going to talk about Milwaukee the most. But it, it's it's a beautiful place, man. It really is. And um, uh, I think I'm fighting for just more than, you know, I used to want to fight for, oh man, it'd be cool. I want to get into the UFC so I can get a lot of cars and a, a nice house. But now I'm like, you know what? I really that that really doesn't really uh, affect me anymore. I, I I don't get me wrong. I want to be a billionaire, but well, yeah, I do. Too. Yeah, but not not for the reasons I used to. Now I want to make a lot of positive changes. I want to be a UFC champion so I can obtain positive changes within my community.
0: Hey, I can't think of a better guy to do it, man. Man, best of luck. Thank you. I'll be watching. We'll be watching. The Jamaican Sensation. The
1: Jamaican Sensation. And follow me on Instagram, uh, Oday Osborne, Ode Osborne. O D E and Osborne, O S B O U R N E. I know it sounds like Ode, but it's Ode.
0: Ode. Ode. All right. Uh, and then we will watch you on Tuesday. Awesome, my man. Thanks, sure. Ode. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you.